It's so difficult to really change. Difficult? <laughs> why, why, look here. Changing from bad to goods is as easy as taking your first step. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking across the floor. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking out the door. You never will... Hey, welcome to Four Feet Running, episode 53. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And we're here in Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah. Freezing. Freezing our asses off. You know, it's practically like a heat wave at 30. It's been frigid and cold lately. It's just no let up from it at all. So do we go into Boston because it's not too near the water? It's somewhere different than Fall River. We're really tired of running the same route. <laughs> oh, I can't, can't tell you. It's still, we have this crusty ice everywhere and filthy snow. It's just not getting any better. It's not melting anywhere, so. No, because it's been below freezing for, I don't know, what, two weeks? Yeah, something like that. It's not melting at all. The sun hasn't come out in like a month. It does melt a little bit just to make it icy. Yeah. Because then it freezes up. Yeah. It melts a little in the afternoon just to just to freeze up overnight. Be a pain. So you want to run down Charles Street? Yeah, sure. Why not? Might be tough for people, but yeah, it's more of a walk run today. Yeah. <laughs> More of just get out of the house and see something nice kind of run. It's a lot less icy here. Anyway, so we're running with the dogs, which makes it far more complicated. Yeah, because it's sort of busy around here in Charles. This is the whole Back Bay area. Oh. <laughs> it's a little icy too. Yeah. Well. <laughs> it's not easy. No. Run single file, actually. Yeah. Okay. Everybody shout. Stomp your feet on the beat of wind. Okay. So we're going to run around Boston Common and uh, Public Garden public and what? Garden. Not too many people out. No, but just enough, and they're all kind of in the way. <laughs> That's what happens in the city. Uh, so our goal is about three miles. I guess so, if we can ever manage that in under six hours. <laughs> I have to apologize for the wind and the airplane noises. <laughs> we're going to run around the Public Garden a little bit. Yep. We tried going around the back bay, which is a nice little ritzy area. The streets are small and full of ice. Yes, because no one's salting. And uh, we can't run more than single file, so that'd be the boring cast. <laughs> this may still be the boring cast. <laughs> it might be. It's going to be the complaining cast. Yeah, TJ, you out there? <laughs> We get the make way for ducklings. Yep, they're stuck in the snow. I don't think they're making their way anywhere. That's the first time I think I've ever seen the statue without some kids all hanging all over it. There's a bunch of tourists around it. I know. It's because the snow's too deep. Yep. Little kids would get frostbite. 
So today is the first day of my marathon training plan. Ooh. I'm not going to eat a pigeon. The pigeons are tearing around here. So yeah, it's there. Family can almost, almost touch them. Very exciting for a dog. Yeah, like a bird dog like Stanley. Anyway, so it's my first day. And I'm starting out with an easy three-miler. I'm following the Hell Higgins advanced marathon plan. Mm -hmm. But I'm probably going to modify it. I'm not sure how. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm kind of, uh... Take it as it comes? Yeah. I have the pieces in place, but I might not necessarily run all the days or do it as heavy as it is, because it is a pretty intense plan. But my key thing was that I wanted to have some speed work and, uh, of course, do the long runs. Try not to break my body at the same time. How long, how many weeks is it? It's 18 weeks. So it's 18 weeks till San Diego. Oh. I'm all excited. Ooh. San Diego. Which means, uh, yeah. <laughs> You've seen that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited to go there. And to do the training plan. How does it look? Is it, uh, because it's advanced. Is it, like, step up quite a bit? Well, if, if I follow it straight through without modifying anything, I think the highest running week is about 52 miles. Oh, wow. Week. But the, the biggest thing is that it has two days of, of speed work. Usually a temple run and or some kind of hill workout or interval workout. And usually a patron. And, you know, it's running for six days a week. Which I'm not sure if I can handle that. But like I said, I'm going to concentrate on the speed work in the long run. And some miles might be on the, on the bike. On the trainer, which we finally got fixed. Hey, we finally have a tire. Yeah. <laughs> on our bike <laughs> that you can put on the train. Hey. <laughs> so that's a good thing. It begins at 27 miles per week, which is where I was. Yep. Anyway, that's where I've been. Yeah, I've been training somewhere in like the 25, 27 mile range. So at least for the past like month or so, I had a little dip because of. December and having so many colds that somebody gave me. <laughs> you know, before that I was running 30, 30 miles a week again in November. Uh -huh. So I think I can handle, you know, starting out at the training program at 27 miles per week. And then moving up to 52 and then... I like to. They're quite a lot of miles. Yeah. Well, I made it up to 49 last time when yeah. I trained for Vermont. Mm -hmm. The week that I had... I ran the Providence Marathon. I used that as a training run. That, that the miles totaled about 49 miles a week. You know, I don't run 52 miles in a month. <laughs> I bet these shoes fast, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited about doing it. Yeah. I mean, I'm feeling okay. I have this... I hate to say it. I have some, like, little niggly kinds of shin tightness. Oh, really? feeling it's more from running on the ice oh yeah but anyway one thing i want to keep consistent is running on saturday with you yeah that was kind of the deal like to help you be more consistent too uh-huh is that you know you're doing it three times a week yeah. that we'd run on saturdays together yeah like like when we first started the podcast we ran every week together yeah on a saturday that's usually when we're recording that's what we're recording now. Yeah. 
Although we won't probably record every Saturday. We oh, got, every other one. We got out of the sink of running together every week because of the podcast. We yeah. wanted to slow it down. Yeah. Oh, come on. Got that pigeon. Oh, we're almost got that one. These guys are having an adventure. Yes, you are. Every dog should have an adventure every week. Yeah, at least one adventure. Today it's almost catching a bird. I was close, you almost got a feather. See, that that dog is running nice with his owner. <laughs> Why do you be more like that doggy? <laughs> she sounds like been a little bit better lately. Wanna know why? You can walk it and yeah. run. He's had a good week. And you can see his, see his progress on his on the Buckeye Outdoors account that yeah. I set up for him. Yeah, now that you guys have Buckeye accounts, I gotta ask you guys. How's your run a week, Stanley? How's your run a week, Werner? He hasn't chewed anything all week. Very good. Because he's already this will make thirteen miles of running. Yeah, you know that's that's more than me. So maybe I think they've walked already about four miles. Come on. about my plan. Yeah. I can trust myself to uh, adjust accordingly. Mm-hmm. Like if this, if my shin still keeps kind of hurting, it's not really hurting. It just feels really tight for some yeah. reason. Well, from all this f***ing ice yeah. and snow, I can't stand it. I've had a few near falls. I can't, I'm still not getting yak traps because about, it's like 50-50. No yeah. ice and just ice. Sometimes it's not that much ice, but just enough to be scary. You know, I think my, my stride's all funny, and uh, maybe from slipping a few times. I think it started kind of hurting after I slipped. Go by the ducks. We'll make our way around and then go into the con. Sure. Look at the duckies! Look at the duckies! Look at the duckies! Look at those duckies! <laughs> I have a German boy in the end. You get it, you bring it back. Yeah, Do it again. Big ducky, Stanley. Do it again, Stanley. I know, it's not real. Alright. I think you figured it he out. You figured it out? Alright, forget it. <laughs> That's forget faster it. than normal. Anyway. Yeah, I still don't mind the snow. It's the ice that's fucking me. I usually complain about people who complain about the snow when they live in a snowy area because you should expect it in the winter. And I like the snow. I think it's very pretty. But I like it when it comes and then it goes away after a while. This is just making getting around very difficult. This is our first weekend that it hasn't snowed really heavy. But it's just been freezing, so all the snow we do have hasn't been melted. Or just melting enough like we... Yeah, just melting. <laughs> yeah, just enough to create a nice icy sheen over everything. And that's that's where I think I was... I messed up my my, uh, my shin a little. It came down hard on it. But I've been using my foam roller and doing the stretching exercises. Yeah. The core performance program. Yeah. I that? think it's been helping. 
I mean, I'm still new with the foam roller thingy. Yeah, my back feels a lot better. Normally I have kind of a tight back, but uh, I've been rolling on the thing. When I don't fall off of it, that is. Um, <laughs> I think I got the keeps out. Very nice. I tried it for about two seconds. I didn't watch the video, so I didn't know what I was doing. I just I just laid down on it. Started rolling around like a crab. <laughs> yeah, I think you were doing it wrong. So how's your training going besides rolling around like a crab? Do you crabs roll? Uh, no, but... Besides the sushi crab rolls. They also rangoon from time to time. <laughs> I think crabs scuttle, actually. Okay. It's a proper it's term like for... Dr. Zoidberg does. Yeah, he scuttles. My, uh... Stone goes bad. Those guys are way too new. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I think we may have solved a crime. It's kind of bloody, too. Did you notice his face was bloody? No. Yeah. Really? Stay away from him. Okay. That's what you hear right here. Almost, yeah, he stole some luggage. Yeah. And I don't know if you got to think about it. Yeah, he's got a bloody nose, or is it no face? blood on his face? Yeah, here on the side of the street. Oh, blood doesn't just end up there. You have to hit somebody. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm not taking a picture. No. And he's got some new bags with him. Yeah. New We're looking. New bags. New looking luggage. Wow. I have not. My habit of trying to keep up three times a week, it hit a little snag this week. But you've been great all the weeks before. I have. This particular week has been hell week at work. Inauguration week. Yeah. Very exciting for newspapers. So it's been really tough. But you worked a six day week and four different kinds of shifts. Yeah, normally my shift, as you may know, is early in the morning. I recently got a different position in the company, which means that my shift starts a little bit later. But I can't do it every day because that leaves them short on my old job. Yeah, because so, they laid off everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Newspapers have just been going down the toilet this uh, past few months. Months? Two years ago? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since the invention of the computer, if I'm honest. Yeah. So I've been having to bounce around a lot, and this week in particular, yeah, four different, four different shifts. I've barely seen you. Some... You, you go to work, you come home for about half an hour, and then go right to bed. Because it's, I'll get just enough sleep if I go to bed immediately to make work the next day. And then you go right in, and then they change your shift again, so you get about maybe an hour. Yep. To see you, and then you go right back to work. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't had time to shit or wipe my ass this week. <laughs> so. And they don't let you go to the bathroom at work. No. They I really don't. They yell at us. No, they don't. I'm honestly. Sometimes I'll go to the bathroom, and I'll like have held it in for like seven hours. I will have, uh, you know, scooted off to the bathroom real quick 
for a quick pee. Gone like 20 seconds. And I'll come back and they're like, where were you? Someone called. Wait. I do have to urinate, you know, occasionally. Sad but true. So it's been pretty tough for getting the runs that I'll only get two in yeah. this week. That's but, pretty good though. Yeah, I'm still keep on going, but just gonna get that third. Yeah, but one thing you did start this week was some plyometrics. Yep, and I brought back the shovel glove a little bit. I know. Explain what shovel glove is again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think we have a bunch of new listeners. Yeah, I think so. Sho- All right, welcome. The shovel glove. It's a series of like strength exercises that you do with a, sh- a sledgehammer. Neither a shovel nor a glove. Nope. You use the sledgehammer to uh, simulate doing a lot of manual labor exercises. Like shoveling. Like shoveling. That's where the shovel part comes in. That's the beauty of it. And chopping wood and driving in fence posts and pretend stuff. Yeah. I guess you ever have to. I can just jump right into a fence job right now. Yep. And you use, what is it, 10-pound sledgehammer? I think you're right. It's actually pretty hard, like, really taxing for the muscles. Yeah. Because I've been doing a little bit of it, too. But they're fun movements. Yeah, instead of just doing, you know, some bicep curls or a bench press. Yeah. It makes it more interesting. Because yeah. there's, there's more imagination involved. Yeah. I get so bored doing regular strength training stuff. Yeah. I just lose interest, like, so quickly. Yeah, you used to, used to do a little bit of it at the gym when we used to have a gym membership. So the shovel club actually uses my imagination a little bit. Because you have to pretend like you're, you know, stoking a furnace. Or... I find them really fun. Yeah. So the core performance exercises, they have a lot of... Um, we call it the cable workouts. Yeah. We, you need to be at a gym to have that. No, it's not cable exercises. No. It's cable. cable. Like on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of movements are called chopping movements. Yeah. Cable chopping. And because I don't belong to a gym, I just work out at home. There's a, um, the, the shovel glove movements uh, work very similar to those types of movements with the cable. So I've been doing those, and it's a lot more fun. Yeah. I actually enjoy that part of the workout. I think. Airplanes. I think I've actually gotten a few muscles. Now I just need to lose a fat to see them. <laughs> anyway, according to the developer of the shovel glove, he's very into doing things during the weekdays, and he has a whole bunch of different systems. And very complicated, but yet easy. But yeah. The whole thing is that you do it for 14 minutes every day of the week. Yeah, 14, because it's one minute less than the smallest sort of standard measurement of time or something, because we tend to measure things in 15-minute blocks. So you don't have an excuse to say, I don't have time for 14 minutes in my day. Yeah. I'm doing this shovel glove.
just have to walk a little bit. Just not breathing right now. just walk up this way there. Because you've taken such a long time off. Might be. You haven't run in a week. I'll catch it in a second. Take a picture of the state house. Okay. Put the dogs in it? Sure. Yep. Alright, look, you posted everything! Very good boy, very good girl. Yeah, you were actually very well today. They're very good. I know why? They've been run. <laughs> anyway, I've also started doing some plyometric exercises. And how are those going? Uh, I think I gotta get used to them. You only <laughs> did it once, though, this week. Uh, twice. Oh, twice? Alright. Yeah. People trying to discern a method in my madness. <laughs> I tried. I did the three times a week running thing for three weeks mm-hmm. to build up the habit, and I did that. And while I had to, of course, break that this week. Not, not totally. I would have run if I had the time. Yeah. Because it's my habit and now. I feel like <laughs> about it. Uh, well, you get two runs in now. And once that became a habit, I figured that I would add the plyometrics and the shovel glove mm-hmm. and make sure I do that for three weeks. Yeah. Build up that habit. In general, it's yeah. supposed to be a habit is built in about 21 days. About, yeah. More, more or less. Yeah, more or less. Usually more. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a for, start. For, for your sake, you're doing the 21 day kind of thing. Yeah. In building. So it has been working. Yeah, you've been wanting to go for a run. Yeah, definitely it's just, have. It's just that you have half an hour. Yeah, it's sleeping. A, it's really just. I don't want to say like the, the you know, my work thing is an excuse. It really is. As I just really have not had any time. Well, you did have a little time the other day, but you got a little um, taken away from it because of your Nike Plus fan. Yeah, I'm surprised that you know what. I'm surprised it took this long into the podcast for me to start complaining about it. I don't know we complain about everything else. Yeah. I went to go run the other day. That would have been my first of three. Yeah. So it wasn't a lack of an attempt. No, I did try to go. Yeah. So I took the Nike Plus out. Picture it. I'm there. Well, doing my little warm-up walk to the point when I normally start my yeah. three-mile run. Press on the Nike Plus. It says flashes walk. I have the sport band. Mm-hmm. It flashes walk, which says if you walk a little bit, it'll catch the shoe pod start counting off my miles. So I figure I'm confident about it. Put my sleeve back down over the sport band. I get to the point where I'm supposed to run. It's not working. Yeah. Died. So I thought, oh, maybe I, just, maybe I just walked too much. Maybe I stopped or something. Nope. Tried it a bunch of times. It is dead. I think the battery in my little sensor is dead. They gave you no warning whatsoever. There's supposed to be a way plug the little USB key from the, the Nike Plus into my computer and to be able to tell how much battery life the sensor has. But the USB key and my computer don't like to play together. No. It crashes your computer every time. Almost every time I have to plug in my Nike Plus, I have to reboot my Mac. You turned around and you came back home thinking that you could just plug it back in. It, it might have just needed a little recharge or something. That's and then I you thought. were going to go back out and run. That's exactly what I thought. But yeah. it was getting kind of late. <laughs> and by the time you figured out the problem, it was getting a little too dark to go out for a run. Yeah, it's too icy. 
A new Nike Plus sensor costs $19 for a tiny little thing about the size of a quarter. You already just paid $60 for, and you only got it eight months ago. Yeah, I just got it in like May. And you only have 250 miles on it. Yeah, that's it. No, that's nothing. I've heard they last for about a thousand hours. Yeah. You certainly didn't do a thousand hours worth. I really don't think so. You're not that slow. No. <laughs> Actually, earlier that day, people had asked about a Garmin. Would I ever get one? What did I think of them? And I had said, I sort of like the Nike Plus. But if my Nike Plus ever dies, I'll get a Garmin. Yeah. Well, we've noticed on Twitter a lot of other people have been saying, uh, if my Nike Plus dies, I'm going to get a Garmin. A variety of, of different people. Yeah. Who all seem to have bought it around the same time as you. Yeah, I got mine like the first week they were released. Plus, a lot of people I've noticed, they're, they're having some issues too yeah. with their Nike Plus right now. Yeah, I've noticed on the Nike Plus website, which I still hate. Yeah. <laughs> They've had little ads all over it saying, hey, need a new sensor? Buy one here. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. It's dirty. They knew they were gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> they only had eight months on them and then they all simultaneously exploded a little. So long story short, my Nike Plus is now dead. I'm not even using it today. No, nope, we're using my Garmin. Yep. Trusty old Garmin. <laughs> I got nothing. I look at my wrist, I got nothing on it. Last time, I, I had nothing on my wrist. I know, now. you feel like you had to tap it? Yes, I did. <laughs> I still feel like I do, like I keep checking my wrist. So you were looking online for, for a cheap 205s. I figure I'll get a Garmin or under 205. The 405 is a little pricey, and uh, the 305 is basically the same thing as a 205, except a little bit more money. Because it has a heart rate monitor. And you wouldn't use a heart rate monitor. Not interested. And the thing is, is I got really worried because I thought you were going to order one. So I happened to tell you what your birthday present was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what it was? <laughs> a new Nike Plus Warpin? Yeah. <laughs> never. Well, I'd say never. They're okay if you're starting out. I think I outgrew mine. So, so you're getting a 205 for your birthday. Yeah. And I hate telling you gifts before birthdays, but you sometimes you have a habit of buying things before you're, it's time to give you gifts. Yeah. And then Mike, <laughs> and I have to rethink my whole plan. Exactly. So I, I told you what it was. I let out the secret. Yeah. And it's on its way. Hey. I was planning on ordering it anyway that night. Because by the time I ordered it, I knew it would just come in before your birthday. Yep. I didn't have time to wrap it and everything. <laughs> I really was going to order you one yep. right then. Just, I was waiting for you to go to bed. Yeah. So I could do it in secret. And, uh, well, I did it in front of you instead. Yeah, that's all right. It's the thought that counts. I can't wait to have my new Garmin. Yeah. Joining the Garmin family. And you're going to keep it with from Stanley? Yeah, he's going to get nowhere near that thing. They are tasty, I hear. That's what Stanley I tells mean, me. I'm going to give it a little nibble myself. Eat it. Open up your mouth and feed it. Have some more yogurt. Have some more spam. It doesn't matter.
throw him the Nike Plus. I would throw it at him, <laughs> and maybe, you know what, maybe the wristband part would get caught around his uh, muzzle. <laughs> Stop him from biting you? Yeah. If I was really, I'd have to practice my, uh, I have to go to like a fair or something and practice <laughs> my hoop throwing first. Yeah, it was way off. Come to think of it, last time I used it. That might have been the sign, maybe. That it was, like, just on its last legs. It wanted to give me one good run before it died. (laughs) It was like, no, trust me, you're going amazing. You're amazing, man. (laughs) And then... And I like using training devices. I, some people had prodded you to say to, to not have any at all. Yeah. But you find them very uh, motivating. Yeah, I would. If I didn't have a training device, I would probably stop. Yeah. Because I would just get discouraged, and I wouldn't know what to do with myself, and I wouldn't have any clue about how well I was doing. Because to me, just getting out and doing it is sort of its own reward, but not completely. Yeah. I do like a little pat on the back when I look at, you know, Buckeye Outdoors. If you like doing it without a training device, that's, that's swell, but... There are people who can do it, and, like, they're, you know, that's great. They're more, they're probably better for it. Because well, they don't... I don't know better. There's no, such, there's no better or worse. Yeah. No, it, 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 if it works for you, then it works for you. If it doesn't work for you, then it doesn't work for you. Neither one of those can be better or worse. That's true. There's no such thing. If your goal is to run a distance, then maybe having a Garmin or a Nike Plus system is better for you because that will measure your distance easier. Yeah. If your goal is just a time goal, then maybe not. Maybe having one of those doesn't matter. No better, no worse. It's, it's just what your preference is. Yeah. My preference is to be anal retentive and yeah. everything. <laughs> I mean, like... And you, you have distance goals. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely happiest when I get to plug it in and I get to see my progress. It does the thinking for me. That's why I like these training devices like the Garmin and the Nike. Yeah. Or I used to like the Nike before well, it, it died. it does the numbers stuff. You don't like doing numbers stuff, so it does it for you. It's my second brain mm-hmm. while I'm running, and that frees me up to think about other things. Like... Uh, I don't know. What would it look like if uh, a monkey fought a unicorn? (laughs) (laughs) I'd want the unicorn to win. I mentioned I hate monkeys. Yeah, I well, to be honest, I don't think the monkey would stand much of a chance. Just stomped and <laughs> yeah, pierced. yeah. I mean, they do Scrabble, uh, not the game Scrabble, but they, you know, they have little Scrabble. grippy fingers. <laughs> yeah, they are, uh, you know, shifty little things. Yeah, but, so I don't like them. Yeah, so it might be able to grab onto like the mane and sort of beat it in the eyes. Okay. But I think the unicorn would eventually win, just from sheer size and power. <laughs> okay. So that's what you wish your, your thought process Yeah, that's why I need a training device to free my, my brain cells up to think about things like this. Speaking of uh, the Funky Gibbon, yeah, you know he's on Twitter. Really? As the Funky Gibbon. Everybody's on Twitter now. Yeah. It's the in place to be. It sure is. If you're not on it, you're not cool. <laughs> no. Oh, wait, I'm on it, so that must make it not cool then. 
No, you're cool. Mm. You're kind of cool. But you can follow, you know, you can follow the Funky Gibbon, and you can find out all kinds of fascinating Gibbon information. Really? It's not like that Ewok guy who was following me and just went, ee, ee, ah, ah, and I repost. <laughs> Did you write back, I hate the one with the Ewoks? I just unfollowed and blocked him, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Ewoks. No. They kind of scare me. I don't think it's those weird teeth. They they really did the third movie kind of bad, I thought. Yeah, I think so. Anywho. So, uh, how has your week of running been since we recorded last? It's been good. My running's been good. That's right. We started on the day I started the um, the Hal Hampton Mm -hmm. advance plan, and I just finished it today with the 10-miler. Ooh, your first week's done? Yep, all done. In the bag? It's in the bag. Feeling pretty good, so I'm happy. How's that little pain in your shin? It's it's pretty much gone. I have a feeling I think I know where it came from. And it has something to do with a certain dog who doesn't want to get her feet wet in the slush. Myrna. (laughs) What happens is she walks on my left side, and I run in the road now because of the ice. So she's supposed to be on my left side towards the sidewalk, away from traffic. Mm. But she doesn't like to get her little white feet dirty. So she's been crossing behind me and trying to run on my right side, making the leash cross over my thigh and pulling my leg wrong. And making it all tense and weird and making me run weird. So I stopped doing that and my chin started feeling better. She was putting some weird, like, stress on that part of your leg, yeah. I guess. Yeah, well, try running with a rope tied around your legs and see how you like it. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody really does. Now she's running with traffic on the <laughs> wrong side, but at least she's not trying to, you know, hurt her mommy. Yeah. Well, new dog's cheaper than a new set of legs. Yeah, huh? <laughs> <laughs> with insurance costs, right? Yeah. We're very safe. We don't go in really hot traffic areas, so she's pretty safe from cars. How's your running week? Uh, well, uh, it's taken a weird sort of turn. There's been some changes going on. Well, my Garmin 205 came in, so uh, I'll talk about that more next week. I'll go into more detail, because I'm still playing around with it. Yeah. And so, bottom line, I like it. <laughs> we'll go into a lot more uh, next episode. But, um... We were doing the runner's round table this week. <laughs> yeah. You know where this is going if you've heard the runner's round table. Well, you might not know exactly where it's going. Yeah, exactly. I'll let you explain. Okay. We were getting to the part at the end, and John Ellis was there, the famous John Ellis from mile 22 of the Boston Marathon. A very experienced and seasoned runner. He challenged me to um, a race, and I thought, okay. And he said, uh, I challenge you to the New Bedford Half Marathon in early March. <laughs> yeah, it's on March 15th. March? to find out. Yeah. yeah. And um, I was a little bit put on the spot there because it was going out live to people. Yeah. And so I kind of didn't quite think about what I was saying. And I didn't understand the words coming out of my mouth. <laughs> So I said yes. Yeah. And then I immediately started to uh, shit my pants with fear. And then you did the math. After the show, we did the math. 
As soon as the show was done, we turned off TalkShoe and we started looking up the calendar and we saw that the New Bedford Half Marathon is six and a half weeks away. Yeah, so, um, and your longest run so far was four miles. Lately, Lately. has been four miles. My total, my, my absolute longest distance ever has been seven. Yeah. And that was kind of a slog. And that was all the way back when we were in Vermont. Yes. Was that May, June, June? Something like that. Yeah, it's a while ago, and I haven't been up that uh, high distance since. So I don't know if he quite knew that when he asked <laughs> if I wanted to do that for half. I realized we tried to come up with: is there possibly a way where I could do that and not die or suffer some sort of horrible leg injury? And the answer was no. Yeah. So, you know, I thought, well, if I walk it, uh, I could just at least I could, like walk it. And then I realized I'd probably be walking about like 80% of it. And why am I going to pay $30 entry fee to walk for five hours in New Bedford? It would take a while. Hold on. Myrna's having a nightmare. Myrna! She's probably thinking that she's uh, running towards traffic. Yeah. Oh. Or, okay. or maybe, I think she fears the puddles more. She's getting her feet dirty. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I decided, uh, I don't think I can do the Nebeth Half Marathon. I emailed John Ellis, and I threw myself at his feet and said, how about, if anything, the Providence Half Marathon instead, which is 13 weeks away. 13 and a half. 13 and a half weeks away. And that is in early May. May 3rd. And by the way, I was going to do both of these things. Yeah. So. <laughs> you were going to be there anyway. Long story short, I guess I'm now training for the Providence Half Marathon. Yep, it's official. I, I haven't signed up yet, but I, I will because he accepted the counter challenge. So I guess we're probably going <laughs> to do that one. He's um, I guess he said he's injured too, but I still think even um, injured, he could probably do better than me. Aw, it's not about that. And he would join you. Yeah. He's a nice guy. He is a very nice guy. I'm very guy. happy he got you to yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, up your mileage. Maybe not that quick, but... Yeah. But, I, but 13 and a half weeks is completely doable. It is doable. We, you got me... Not, not uh, for time. No. But you'll finish. Well, you got me a plan, and you put me on a, um, a plan by um, Uncle Higgy. Yeah, Uncle Higgy. We looked at a bunch of plans, but we found that... Uncle Higgy's was actually exactly what you've been building up to anyway. What the hell? Yeah. You're just kind of doing what you were going to do. Yeah. So you're going to be running three days a week and increasing Mm -hmm. um, comfortably, I think. You're already running about the same mileage as the first first week. It gives you an option of doing a a fourth run in the week Mm -hmm. or to cross-train, but I think it's best that you try doing those plyometric exercises instead. So Mm. that works out just fine. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I wanted to do a half this year anyway, but I wanted to do it kind of alone in secret in the dark, if possible. Aww. Um, under a blanket. <laughs> like so that Stanley. no one could see. Yeah. Uh, it's but, called dreaming them. Yeah. And that was going to be, I was thinking maybe more like October. So I didn't quite, I wasn't really prepared for even May, much less March. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it for May. May will be great. 
That's that. I guess I'm doing a half marathon. Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be fine. Yeah. You're all neurotic, though. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Not that you weren't before. No. Even worse. Uh, hey, just be happy you didn't challenge you to a marathon. No, oh, I know. I, I, I don't know what the hell I would have done if he said do a marathon. <laughs> I honestly don't know what the hell I would have said. I have to thank John. <laughs> he really helped you uh, get your butt into gear, I think, too. Yeah. yeah. Between him and the trilogy, guys, I swear to God, I'm going to get no rest. Sounds fine. You don't listen to me. You listen to them. <laughs> Speaking of the trilogy, guys, by the way, they started making up T-shirts. That say Dan go run on them. Yeah, those guys aren't obsessed at all. No, not at all. They, <laughs> they actually traced your silhouette on there. Yeah, they took a picture from of me from the Matterpoint at Five Miler that I did. And they used a silhouette and they put that along with the words Dan go run in big capital letters on T-shirts and mugs and dog bowls and all kinds of stuff. And if you go to cafepress.com slash trilogy running, you can buy all kinds of Dan Go Run gear. We did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a t-shirt, uh, a mug, and I bought a t-shirt for Stanley. Yes. They have dog t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I think mean, I can put it on Stanley so he can look at it Yeah. while we run. So I guess if you want to show your support... You or know. you're just obsessed like the trilogy guys. Yeah. And you get $16 you were ordinarily <laughs> going to throw away in the garbage. <laughs> you can buy a t-shirt. <laughs> it's <too> funny. <laughs> We have a slew of email. This is a ton of email. Yeah. We may have to start doing like special listener feedback episodes. I know. There's tons. I'm happy. Yeah. We'll try to be a little quick so we don't keep the podcast going for two hours. Uh, the first one we got is from Teeny Beast. She writes, uh, as you may have noticed in October, November, I started to sink in the Million Feet Running Challenge which was our last year's challenge. Mm -hmm. I got injured and couldn't run. I couldn't run the Cornish Marathon, lack of training. It would have been foolish and led to ankle amputation, I'm sure. That's no good. No. I could not run the 14th race of the 14 races in the Grand Prix Series after finishing the other 13. That's like doing shaving a haircut, but not with the two bits. (laughs) That's exactly like doing the... (laughs) The shape of the haircut without doing two bits. Oh, that's frustrating. Training-wise, I'm getting back on track and shaved a good five minutes off my 10-mile PB earlier this month. Oh, that's pretty nice. In the club's internal Grand Prix, I finished fourth overall and third lady and got a bottle of wine for my efforts. Maybe we should join a running club. Yeah, they're giving away wine, booze and stuff, yeah. So that's great. Yeah, so she's definitely getting back on the horse there. Uh, I've just heard from somebody that there's no software for the Mac to go with the Garmin 405. You people are Mac-oriented, and I was wondering how you import the data. I have to do it manually. Type it in. 
Yeah, they said it was going to be um, Mac supported in fall of 2008. That didn't happen. Yeah, I called bull- on Garmin. <laughs> Apparently, they're notoriously slow about updating things like that. Mac support, particularly. Yeah. So I'm still waiting. I think it might be in spring of this year, mm. but I'm not holding my breath because they totally, they totally flopped up. The- yeah. I was gonna swear, but <laughs> you can swear. All right. I got the bleep button. Yeah. Right here. Anyway, they totally messed up the uh, <laughs> the fall thing. <laughs> I have the Garmin 205, like I said, and for that, I can use motion-based, yeah. which is Mac-compatible, which is a website. And, and it took a while for that to be compatible, I believe, the yeah, 205. I believe when I first bought the 205, it was not compatible with Macs. Yeah. That's why I never used it. So you just read it off the Garmin and type it in. So thank you very much, Teeny Beast. The next one we got is from Sweet Daddy D, who actually wrote us a while ago, but I forgot to read it last episode. I'm sorry. I think it got lost in the emails. Yeah. I'm sorry, Daddy D. Yeah, but we do have your email right here. It says, hey guys, a quick note. Uh, Nick, the flattest marathon I found and ran was in Iowa. Well, go figure. Called Marathon to Marathon. It starts at Storm Lake, Iowa and ends up in Marathon, Iowa. See, I'm totally putting that one in my queue. Yeah. I've seen Iowa. Slap. <laughs> yeah, we went out to Iowa one year when I did a uh, just a weekend uh, writing workshop at the University of Iowa. Yeah, it was flat. Yeah. We drove there. It was flat. <laughs> Very flat. Uh, one of the race volunteers was on a turn on the course and was saying to everyone that there was a hill up ahead. Take it slow and easy. <laughs> I looked ahead and it looked like a speed bump in a mall parking lot. <laughs> Sounds about right from what I remember of Iowa. <laughs> My God. Dan, stick with it. Get up to half marathon mileage. Hey, right. guess what's happening, Daddy D? <laughs> and I will meet you for the Hooters half in Florida. I'm serious. I'll meet you there. We can make that our goal this year. Yeah, I can't think of a better goal to have. The wings and all. Oh. <laughs> and someone said they have girls there that serve them. Who would have known? Yeah, we can figure out when that is. Yeah, I, I looked that up. I forgot offhand, though. Yeah. It's in the queue. <laughs> Uh, he also writes, if you had to do it over again, would you buy the Garmin 405 Forerunner? I was thinking about buying one in the next few weeks. Yes. Yep. I love it. Even though it's not Mac supported yet. But if you're not, not, not a Mac person, then it's perfectly fine. He also writes, I need a kick in the butt to get out the door. I've had a little setback in training. I had the flu in bed, sick for two days, and family work in the way for over a week. Now I'm scared to get out there and go. I was throwing up the color of the rainbow. <laughs> no fun. I've been there. It's no fun. You should. He should let his German short hair pointer go run out the door, and then he'll have to go chase him. <laughs> <laughs> they run far and fast. Yes, they do. Drink lots of fluids. Quit throwing up. And <laughs> that uh, helps a lot. <laughs> yeah. Put on the shoes. Just go out there for like a mile or two to start with. You know, just get back on the horse. You'll you'll get back there. And if you don't. I'm sure maybe the Trilogy guys will make up t-shirts that say, go run Sweet Daddy D. Just give him time. be a good logo, yeah. And we got another one from Carrie who writes, heard you talking about kids and running and jogging strollers in the most recent episode. My younger son, I have two boys, was almost three when I started running. Anyway, we researched and decided to go with a B.O.B. Revolution. I guess Hmm. a jogging stroller. Yeah, that's good to know. I'm getting all the information I can get. I'm not saying we're having kids. 
I'm just saying I'm gathering information. You go in the file. <laughs> Big file of baby stuff. <laughs> it has thicker wheels than the B.O.B. Iron Man, but since I do run on a gravel bike path as much as on the roads, it seemed a better choice. Pushing it does slow me down and wear me out a lot. It's like adding in an upper body workout, especially in the pectoral muscles. I can use some strength in there. And she's a fabulous runner. And she runs a lot. I think she, she's training for her first marathon, too. Ooh. It is challenging to work running around kids sometimes, but definitely doable. It's also an incredible feeling to see your kids jumping up and down for you at the finish line. Oh, man. That's very nice. That's a good positive thing about kids. Yeah. I'm putting that one on that side of the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much, Carrie. And we got another one here from Matthew. Writes, uh, I just joined the 2009 Feet Running Challenge after hearing you guys talk about it on a Runner's Roundtable episode. P.S. The interactive map on your blog is cool. Yeah, we actually have an interactive Google map. I, you know, it's just a, along the side of the page there. You can click on that and you can see all the various places we've run. Mostly all around here. <laughs> yeah, mostly around here. Uh, and Matt actually has a new podcast called Run Digger Run. Oh, cool. Yep. Our podcast. There's so many now. It's yeah. great. And you can find that at rundiggerrun.blogspot.com. Another one from Dan Pat B. He writes, been doing a lot more treadmill work, just too icy on the roads. I can deal with the cold, but the icy packed snow conditions started to get my knees. Yeah. I heard Nick talking about looking for a marathon. There's a website, uh, marathonguide.com, which lists a large number of marathons. I'm currently training for the Illinois Marathon in April. I'm also in the New York Marathon in November, having won the lottery last year, but being unable to run in 08 due to an IT injury. Oh, so you get to run it again. That's nice. We get in the lottery thingy. I see. Is that how it works? I think that, I think, yeah, if you can't do it, they let you in the next time. I'm not really sure about the whole lottery thing there. Yeah. I haven't really looked into it because it seemed too confusing. Yeah. I'd rather just go to a yeah, maybe someday. I hear it's a good one. That's nice of them, though. See, they always say New Yorkers are rude. <laughs> They're not. Okay. Um, maybe just the runners are not rude. Yeah, maybe. Well, they did say the whole thing about like you got to run when you do the New York Marathon. You got to run in a certain place so you don't get peed on. That's true. On the edge of the on the side of the bridge. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they're New Yorkers peeing on you. Yeah, they may be. It could be base skaters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not like we're not rude here. Yeah, that's true. Um, he also writes, I think Sean's suggestion for Dan regarding biometrics um, is a good one. I've used that with my son. It seems to have helped him a lot. I also have him do visualization, see himself running smoothly. The visualization really does work. Mm. I do that. I can picture myself running. Actually, you know, if I don't run for a long time, I actually have dreams about me running. You do? Yeah. It's usually a very nice run. Yeah. I've been sort of trying to visualize myself um, running, and I actually got this from the Chi Running book. Mm -hmm. See, I I got positive experiences from the Chi Running book. I did. It wasn't all bad. No. (laughs) I'm just saying I don't believe in Chi. I've been taking the advice that I should picture when I run, picture my legs like I'm pedaling a bicycle. Was that the cheap book? I believe okay. that was in the cheap book. He had like little wheels. I remember All a picture right. of him with little wheels. I can't remember <laughs> his... now because of the pose, the pose book and the cheap book are all mixed up now. Basically, they make you know, <clears throat> fluid circles with your legs. Yeah. And I've been trying to do more of that. And it actually does help because I've noticed when I run best... 
it feels like I'm riding a bicycle. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm several feet off the ground and gliding along, but you know what I mean. If you start doing that, <laughs> we should go see some people about a thing. <laughs> we flying around. Thank you very much, Dan, Pat B. Anyway, we got another one here from Rick. Uh, another quick one. He says, I just wanted to mention to Nick that the Steamtown Marathon in Scranton, Pennsylvania is considered one of the fastest marathons around because you were looking for a fast, quick yeah. marathon. The reason is that it has a net vertical drop of 955 feet. Yeah, I saw the elevation map on that. Yeah. Ow! <laughs> Man, to do it on roller skates, that would be fun. <laughs> Definitely get a PR there. So thank you very much, Rick. And we got another one here from John from the Poi. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's actually got a podcast, you know. Yep, a video one. Right? Yeah, it's a video podcast. It's Run New England with John from the Poi. You can find that on iTunes. Uh, he was doing little videos. He was posting them on uh, Runcast TV. Um, and then I suggested to him that, you know, you can probably embed those in a blog and Give the RSS feed to iTunes and boom, video podcast. Yeah, not bad. And for free. Yeah, there's a way to do it for free. So if you go there, you can check out his little videos. And he's got some really good ones. He was, you know, he runs in, not always run in New England. He did one where he ran in Vegas. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> he ran on the strip. That was, so cool. was kind of neat because you, I never, I've never been to Vegas, so I get to see like the whole thing. Seems like he went a really long way. When we first saw other people doing video podcasts for running, I thought like that's kind of strange. I mean, I don't know how much can you get out of a video podcast for running, but you actually can. It's really fun. Yeah, I like Runcast TV for that. I watch yeah. it a lot. We'll put a link to his podcast on our uh, show notes and stuff. And you can see him running around all over the place mm-hmm. with his great theme song. That's him playing saxophone, too, by the way. I know. He's pretty amazing. Uh, we got some more here. We got one from Adrian. Uh, he writes, um, I had mentioned before on the Runner's Roundtable how I sleep with an iPod in my ears. <laughs> and sometimes I get tangled up <laughs> with the wires in my sleep. And he wrote and he said, uh, I sleep with an iPod. Uh, your show will be one of the sleep inducers. And then it takes several attempts to finish the show. Uh, it gets very tangled up in the night. And it's a hunt for the iPod in the morning. Glad I'm not alone. That's true. Sometimes I end up like the iPod, like in the small of my back. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's on my side, yeah. and it's tangling me for some reason. Yeah, doesn't that work? It's great. You don't want to wake up dead. I don't want to wake up dead with the strangling myself. Who's that? That was Nigel. <laughs> Nigel started that. Yeah, from running from the repro. We're having a little conversation with him on Twitter about waking up dead. <laughs> I just love that expression. <laughs> using it all the time now <laughs> i was saying to him what exactly does waking up dead mean like do you like i picture a guy in like one of those like f- flannel sleeping caps with a pom-pom on the end <laughs> and he goes and he just dies the <laughs> keels over or he puts on his slippers first takes a couple of steps and then boom hits the ground well i think the cat tried to do it to me the other night so yeah i almost woke up dead she sleeps on your chest. And on my neck. And your throat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I use that for breathing. Good yeah. times. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. 
Um, he also mentioned uh, Run Cast TV, and he liked our snow episode. <laughs> and he was talking about the Nike Plus. He said, for the money, excellent, but do confess to having a Polar 800 SD as I run by heart rate. I heard the Polars are the best ones for running with the heart rate thingy. Yeah, the heart rate monitor. Yeah. I mean, I have to, you know, sort of agree. Like I said in the podcast earlier, like, you know, if you just have a little bit of money and you want some sort of little device, mm-hmm. it's not bad. Yeah, but, I think I, I definitely think that's a, yeah. it's a fine deal for that. Yeah. But I guess you know, going in, you have people have to realize that the little foot pod thing will die. Yeah, if you don't mind most, spending nineteen dollars US every so often, mm-hmm. every what eight months at least. Yeah, I know Ultra Dad from the Ultra Dad podcast has already been through several. And Maddie's also Maddie Hubba has had several. Yeah, well, if you don't have your dog chew the Garmin. They last pretty well. Yeah, they last a while. They lasted, what, two years before yeah. they chewed it? Um, Adrian also writes, I am a UK runner doing 10Ks and half marathons. Best running tip, join a running club. I've seen my 10K time drop by seven minutes. See, and they give out wine. Yeah. So, <laughs> not a bad idea. I wish we had one closer. I'm not ready to start a running club in Fall River. We don't have any runners. No. Although I did see a runner today. He said hello. Hey. There's actually a runner in Fall River who was waved hello to me before. Maybe it was the same guy. Might be. I remember once I saw him, I think twice in the same run mm-hmm. while I was going out for uh, three or four miles. It's kind of rare to see one looking for mystical beasts or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being a unicorn. Uh, so thank you very much, Adrian. And we got another one from Elisa. Uh, she's from ambitiousaspirations.blogspot.com, mm-hmm. by the way. Uh, she writes, Justin totally kicked butt in Arizona. They just did a marathon, by mm-hmm. the way, in Arizona. It was a rock and roll marathon? Yep. 328. Damn. Justin is fast. He is a fast guy. Uh, I, on the other hand, was a slow 556. My poor bod needs a break. Good thing I'm taking off the next three weeks. Yeah, she has to rest up because she's going to San Diego. We're meeting up. Yeah. I'm going to be running the Rock and Roll San Diego Marathon. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> uh, I think my goal for a marathon is always going to be to have fun and finish, though breaking five hours would be lovely. Yeah, that's basically why I run them, because they're they're just fun. So thank you very much, Elisa. And she has some really great pictures of Arizona on her blog. Yeah, so I want to go there. Yeah. She said that the marathon wasn't so great. I think it was just too flat. But that place, the area is really lovely. Ooh. That is one place I'd always be interested in going to. Yeah. I had wanted to do that one, but it didn't work out with their schedules. Mm. Stupid work. Yeah. <laughs> and we got another one from Charles. Um, I just have to say that I really enjoy listening to your podcast at work. It makes writing mid-year reviews interesting. I didn't think anything could make writing <laughs> mid-year reviews interesting, but apparently... There you can, go. Yeah. Good for us. I just got into running back in September and ran my first marathon on January 18th. Jeez. Just got into running in September and ran my first marathon in January. And you're all worried about the... (laughs) He's probably lithe and, you know, svelte, you know. I don't know. It's got to be. Name like Charles. (laughs) You're zooming a lot. (laughs) That's not very scientific. No. Anyway, it was the P.F. Chang's Rock and Roll Arizona Marathon. So you were probably there with Elisa and Justin, and you didn't even know it. See? Making connections. All over the place. He completed it under my goal time by two minutes at 4.28.27. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's great. 
So thank you very much, Charles. Um, we got another one here from Teresa. Told you we had a lot of email. She writes, I think that you would surprise yourself and your fitness would improve if you tried the Galloway approach in your training. She's writing this to me. Because <laughs> she had heard about the... Um, she listened to the Runners Round Table. Yeah, um, as with any successful program, it takes consistency and a good attitude. Shit. You're working on that good attitude, aren't you? <laughs> and both of those things. Uh, with such a great running podcast, it's, it's time to step up. Otherwise, I'll have to forward this email to Sean and Jason and the new <laughs> t-shirts at Cafe Press will say, Dan the Jogger. Oh, <laughs> I don't want that. I don't know why, but I don't I want like that. I like Teresa for some reason. <laughs> Um, I've been running for six years and I've never had an injury. I completed six marathons and too many halves to count. I started running the day that I turned 40, so I'm no spring chicken. Uh, I have three kids and a job, so I don't have time to be injured or obsessive. I run for fitness and sanity. To the point, you're young and you don't have kids, so step up to the plate. Yeah. (laughs) I hear you. See, you know, you listen to other people way more than me. (laughs) saying this for years oh that's true that's true i don't know why i just feel like i have to impress people that i don't know not your wife huh it's just the way it goes eh i've got you Uh. (laughs) thank you very much Teresa. and we got one here from matt uh another matt different matt he writes i just recently started listening to your podcast i haven't heard your newer newest ones yet as I am working my way forward from the beginning, I'm now up to episode 17 and must say that I love the show. Though he probably won't hear this for a while. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> it'll be a nice I'm surprise. <laughs> be a nice surprise when he finally does get to it. The two of you are hilarious and your personalities mix together perfectly and are wonderful to listen to. Thank you very much. He's a pain in the butt. You are, I mean. Uh, not Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that to Matt. <laughs> I live in Central Florida, uh, and myself, I'm a runner, and this coming Sunday, I will be running in my first ever half marathon at the Ocala Marathon. Mm. I normally try to complete about one race per month, but they're usually 5Ks, as this is what my friends prefer to run. Uh, my goal for Sunday is to break two hours, but being my first one, I will not be heartbroken if I do not reach it. That's not too bad. Yeah. yeah. I've been trying to break that two-hour two mark on my halves. Yeah. I hope to do it this year. Yeah, you'll do it. If you're still going forward from episode 17, you might not hear us say, uh, good luck, like in time for your marathon. I, I but... will write, I'll write you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I, I, know what you, I know what that's like. I have to go in order, too. Yeah. I have a hard time not going in order. Yeah. Matt, this is us from the future. You did well on your half marathon at Ocala. Anyway, he has a blog at um, www.thecrazyrunner.com. And you can check him out on Twitter as Crazy Runner. Yeah, he just followed me today. Yeah, I just followed him too. And we got one more piece of mail. It is a voicemail from Gordon from Run to Disney. Nick, Dan, hey, it's Gordon uh, from runtodisney.com. Thought I'd drop you a line. I haven't called in a while. Actually, it's probably been before Christmas. I feel bad. I feel negligent. Uh, I've had my mind around the Disney Marathon and all. Now that that's over, I can actually relax on tormenting people in their podcasts. But uh, yes, I did it. I ran the Disney Marathon. I actually finished the thing. Uh, It took me a while. Uh, It got hot. Got 80 degrees in the sun and just baked my head. And, uh, but it was an experience I'll never forget. And I even cried a little at the end. But don't tell the trilogy running guys. They'll make fun of me and all that stuff. But 
Anyway, uh, as you may or may not know, the Trilogy Running Guys have challenged me to a race February 15th in Birmingham, the Mercedes Half Marathon. And uh, as much as I'd like to take them up on it immediately, I've got uh, the head and chest cold to uh, to end all head and chest colds. And, and my uh, my nose is one big mucus factory right now. And uh, it amazes me how much the body can produce when you have a cold. But um, So I want to be in tip-top shape for our contest. And uh, so I haven't accepted the challenge yet, but I'm going to go and uh, cheer them on anyway. But I uh, just want to drop a line and, and tell you that, uh, that, that running a marathon is an experience I'll never forget. I want to do more. Um, I'm not sure what I'll do next, but uh, this whole quest to actually complete a marathon, it's a, it, half of it's like a monkey off your back, and now that I've done it, I can relax. I don't have to worry about stepping in a hole somewhere while I'm training and miss my first marathon. And uh, So a lot, there's a lot of pressure off, off of my shoulders to actually you know, get it done and finish it. Um, but there was a moment, and I did this in the race report and on the podcast, but there was a moment where, you know, the last little couple of tenths of a mile when, you know, you're you're running towards your family and down the finish line, and Disney does it extraordinarily. I mean, there's support on every mile of the course, and when you finish the race, the last two tenths of a mile, you're essentially running in front of a huge crowd, and, and you find your family, and it's the most emotional and wonderful and and uh, and, and uplifting experience I've, I've probably had in, in, in a long, long time, say, for having kids and getting married. And so it's uh, all the pain and all the all the the uh, questioning my sanity. It just all faded away, and it was uh, it was an amazing experience. But uh, like I told the trilogy guys, that you know I think if I can do a marathon, just about anybody can. Uh, I, I'm not built for it. I'm slow. I'm fat. I'm bald. Um, and and uh, that's I think that's my mission with my with my blog and the podcast is to show people that if uh, if I can do it, anyone can. And so. Anyway, I love the show. Keep up the great work, and uh, I'll try to be more regular with my stupid comments. So have a great day, and say hey to the dogs for me. So thank you very much, Gordon. And congratulations, Gordon. Woohoo! Yeah, he actually ran to Disney. You can hear all about it on the Run to Disney podcast. Yep, he's got seven episodes now. Yeah. When's the next one already? I know. Come wanna, on. <laughs> I need wa- eight. We want to hear you run past Disney. <laughs> but he did a great job. He was out there for, what was it, six hours and five minutes? Something like that, yeah. In that heat? Yeah. Whew, he did good. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it takes a lot to be out there for that long, you know? Yeah. It's, it takes a huge toll on you. Mm-hmm. And I think he's itching to go do it again. I think so. <laughs> he said he was sick, but I think he's uh, starting to feel a little better now. He's been doing some smaller runs, I believe. So. Ah, that's good. Check out his podcast if you want to hear all about his Amazing story. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very fun, too. Yeah, he's a great guy. Obviously, from all his phone calls, he's just too funny. Yeah, we like Gordon. Uh, so, I think that is it after all that. Oh, man, that was a lot. I like it. Yeah. I like a lot. <laughs> so, if you want to be one of the very nice people who writes this email... You can do that. It's free. <laughs> Send email to fourfeetrunning at gmail.com with a number four feetrunning at gmail.com. We love hearing from people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also go to the blog and check out show notes and photos and stuff at fourfeetrunning.blogspot.com. Number fourfeetrunning.blogspot.com. You can follow us on Twitter. Details on the blog page. You can check out our Four Feet Running Facebook group if you're into Facebook. Uh, you can give us a call at 206-350-1677. That number again is 
350-1677. Call whenever you feel like it. So next episode, actually, we're going to be doing a 5K in Narragansett, Rhode Island. Yeah, we're running that tomorrow. Yep. So You might get an episode really early. Yeah, depending on how quickly I can put it together. Maybe another, just another week. We'll see. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, from us, Nick and Dan, we'll see you later. Bye. This guy's a really square perm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you need a garment. <laughs> yeah.